Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. If you have any prayer requests or anything you would like to write to us about, you can do so through our contact page on warn-usa.com. You can find Warn Radio on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. All the shows are available for listening and downloading by going to warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Persistence, faith, perilous times. Being kept from the evil that may surround you and your family is paramount. Read more on these perilous times. Valley of Acor, Door of Hope. Today there is a need for hope. In America and worldwide, people are facing troubled times. Here we look at Hosea and the Valley of Acor. Socialist dreams, visions, and sugar plums. As far as the Biden administration goes, America has never witnessed such a bunch of misfits and malcontents who push Marxist policies and pretending all is fine. And the latest on warn-usa.com is our Advocacy Gospel Christian Persecution Classic at Warren Radio. Persecution of people for their faith continues at the hand of governments willing to do anything to stop the faith of millions of Christians. Do not miss this post, A Great Light Myths Darkness, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 110, no, Part 10 on Battle Lines. We find the prophet Isaiah giving the warning to Judah here, in the midst of the prophecy of coming, coming judgment, we find mercy and redemption. And tomorrow night, on Battle Lines, we will be doing Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 117. And also, The Rising by the Watchman, Dana Glenn Smith. The book is now in the stores, and you can find that at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, Angus and & Robertson, and many more. It is a The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith, we introduce a former black ops sniper named Mac. He is hardcore and one of the best at what he does. He is, his work is secretive, 
elusive and necessary, but he wanted out. So there you have it, The Rising, and you can find it also on danaglennsmith.com. And be sure to sign up for the WR, WIBR WARN radio newsletter by going to danaglennsmith.com. And you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and also follow us on Twitter find us on Instagram and join us on LinkedIn Greetings Dana, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good considering it's a little colder we got a skiff of snow but... uh, we're doing all right. We're inside where it's warm. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad to be here on this Wednesday. Yep, it is Wednesday. And we're in... And it's also the 19th of January, 2022. I can't believe I know that we're towards the end of the month next week. Good grief. 31 days so you got sure. nine days left sure is going by fast yeah well it's hard to believe last year went zipping by yes and uh you know the one thing that we did do during the covid from the beginning actually i'd started the book the rising before covid and i had uh the plot written and uh, most of that done and I just had to summarize the ending chapters. Uh, so uh, there's some things in the book that uh, I wrote ahead of time before the COVID and a lot of this other stuff ever happened. And uh, this this is a different kind of a Christian fiction, but I believe it's one that you'll enjoy, and I recommend you picking it up. There's a lot of places you can get it. And if nothing else, come to either one of our websites, and we have big ads on there that you'll find, and it'll you can click it, and it'll take it to the book. But uh, at any rate, up front, we're we're talking about the Uyghurs. This is really funny. Now I don't know who this was. Now this this particular uh, article uh, is actually produced by persecution.org international christian concern because they're talking about the senate and of course by that i call it the u.s senate now they put in the u.s senate if if you're writing an article in america and you say the senate i know it's the u.s senate i don't think in terms of the states or other nations but at any rate they had wrote about an update uh that uh, it was back in December where there was the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act and it was uh, passed by the Senate. Now, to be honest with you, this particular thing doesn't have a chance 
of making any impact on China whatsoever. That's right. Absolutely none. They probably laugh at it, Dana, to tell yeah. you the truth. And and uh, basically, it's they call it a significant step in the U.S. response to the alleged genocide currently taking place. Now, see, these are the words of persecution, you know, international Christian concern. And in news organizations, it's always alleged. Mm -hmm. Well, we know the genocide is going on. It's yes, not alleged. Um, and it's taken place in China by the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. And they have been doing this with the Uyghur Muslims for, I mean, for a long time. And what they did was, is when they passed this, there's a little thing that uh, stops them from buying any goods from China that come out of that region where the Uyghurs are. And how can they track that? They can lie about that. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you know, I'm that laughing is, because it's you ludicrous. Know, you're you're not going to stop like radical Muslims from killing Christians by passing anything in America. That's right. You're not going to stop the Chinese Communist Party by putting this out in December. And it, it's good. It makes people happy because at least we get something out of America stating our, our, where we're standing. But it doesn't do anything for the Uyghurs. Nope. It doesn't do anything to stop the Communist Party. Nope. The Communist Party isn't intimidated in one bit, especially when, under the Biden administration especially, we continue to order tons of goods from China. Yeah. So all China has to do is say, okay, people, you either stop that and shut up about the Uyghurs, or we're going to stop shipping stuff to you. And you're not going to have your medicines. You're not going to have a lot of the things you need, including the precious metals, which they have over in China, which we have to buy because of some of our own issues here. <laughs> and, of course... We don't have any, uh, you know, a lot of gas and oil anymore because of the dipwit socialists up in Washington. So the only one that really has any oil. Now, see, China is the world's largest producer of coal and user of coal. They got a lot of coal up there. Russia, on the other hand, has a lot of everything, all kinds of oil and gas. And Putin is really watching what he does with it. And he uses it for political purposes. Yes, so if sir. you get all your gas and stuff from Russia and you start trying to tell him to stay out of the Ukraine, then guess what? You're going to freeze to death because in Europe, they went to all electric. Oh, brother. In their heating. That's because, scary. Yeah, because of all their socialists. So now all he has to do is cut it off and guess what? You're going to freeze. Yes, sir. So this is the way this works. While the Uyghurs need to be addressed, you know, and, and right now 
there's nothing you're going to do to stop this going on. You can cry about it. You can pass laws about it. You can threaten. And unless you're willing to invade China and stop them from doing it, it ain't going to stop unless they decide to stop it. See, that's the way some things are. North Korea, you're not going to do nothing about stopping the persecution of Christians in North Korea. So what happens? Well, I'm glad you ask. We have found categorically the proof that God is moving in North Korea and China even when it's completely locked down and has trouble. And we have uh, been in contact with a lot of different sources, and they confirm about certain things going on over there, including miracles, including the ability of uh, the North Korean church to actually have a church and actually meet. And in China, we've even reported on the fact that when COVID hit there, the Christians were out in mass on the streets telling people about the Lord and how he can heal. And they were given over their masks and they weren't afraid of COVID. And so this is the way it works, including in the other places that we report all the time. The nations of men are not going to stop the genocides. They're not going to do it. Number one, we have biblical proof. Number two, we have actual proof. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. Matter of fact, some of them are gearing up for war. And that's one of the signs, wars and rumors of wars. Right. But in the midst of all this, there is that absolute positive effect of the Holy Ghost, the Word of God, and the Lord God who has sovereignty. And we see miracles and signs and wonders and the church is continuing to move. And yes, we see them get killed. We see innocent Christians get killed. We see other innocents get killed. Unfortunately, that's not going to stop. And one of the biggest things we have, we've got trouble in America. You have got so many people in America now that are dying in some of these big Democratic-run cities. And guess what? I forgot what, it, what he was. He's, he's a guy that, of course, is in New York. And he has to do with, I, I can't remember if he was the Attorney General or not. Of course, this is where the other mayor is and in New York, and they're, <laughs> they're uh, people that are getting killed, you know, murdered, yeah. is sky high, just like it is in Chicago. And uh, Was he the guy that was <coughs> a, a former police commissioner that you're talking about in New York? I don't know who it is, but he was going to do away with this particular person. This is in the middle of all the people that are getting killed. That he's going to stop prosecuting. Yeah, that was that former police commissioner. Yeah. But he's elected. Yeah. I mean, you know, and so it's just like... 
you look at it and you say, man, how stupid are we? Right. And and then we condemn what? China? And what they're doing with the Uyghurs? Yeah. So what are we doing? We've got people that are Americans that are holding office that refuse to hold criminals accountable. Yeah, that's wrong. And it's happening all over America. And you say that America is a nation of laws and we're going to last forever? No, we're not. And We're on a sinking ship. People better wake up. And the ones that are trying to change it are Marxist radicals. And that's why several train companies are planning on moving out, not delivering to Los Angeles anymore, because uh, they have the, their loads have been hijacked by all these kids. Remember them from Los Angeles? Yeah. You I know, do. they used to have groups of 70 and 80 that would just go in and steal stuff in the stores. Well, yes. they cracked it down in some of those stores, and so now they're robbing the trains. Good grief. But see, when they pick them up, they don't throw them in jail. A lot of these Democratic uh, administrations uh, let them get away with it. And, and, of course, that's one of the things they try to do. That's how they bring this thing down. That's how come people finally say, okay, we'll become Marxists. That's the worst thing you can do. Yes, it is. And so when we talk about the Uyghurs, which needs to be mentioned, when we talk about what the Communist Party in China is doing, it is not going to do any good at this point. We can talk about it. We can be glad that we passed it. We're standing up. But unless you put some other teeth in it to try to get the Communist Party to change, it's not going to work. Yeah, can't you just see them? Okay, we can't send these products to Cal to America because they were made they were manufactured by our enslaved Uyghur Muslims. So we can't send these, so we'll send these somewhere else. Yeah, you can see them saying that. They're not going to care. They don't they lie. Now to make things even more idiotic in America. Yesterday, it I can be more idiotic? Yes, it can. Really? Listen mm. to this. You may, have, you may have heard this, but yesterday it came out, and they were talking about the Biden administration, that they had these, oh, buku amount of masks. And they didn't really come out and say where they were from. Hmm, let me guess. And, and so today, they, they, it came out, and of course, Nancy Pelosi made sure, and they were in 95 masks. They're supposed to be the good ones. Mm -hmm. But folks, in 95 masks ain't going to do it. And I'll tell you why, because painters use an in 95 mask. And we saw a painter on board, I mean, uh, did a video one day, and this has been a long time ago. And the N95, he had it, he had this mask on because he couldn't breathe the paint. And he says, you think these things work? And he took the mask off and blew his nose, and out came paint. Yeah. And he says, these things do not work. So don't believe when they tell you you need an N95. And then I seen, uh, listened to another witness who said it was a cold day, and everybody had an N95 mask. She was passing them. And air was being exhaled, exhaled out of the side of the masks. <laughs> that means, folks, it's not safe. Yes. Okay. What you can exhale, you can inhale. And so they're leaky. And this is stupid, but yet you can't tell anybody anything 
in the left-wing part of America. So at any rate, Nancy Pelosi decides everybody in Congress needs these one thing. And, and so they put these things on, and right in the front where the mask is, it says Made in China. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you believe that? Good grief. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's just absolutely unbelievable, not to mention Biden. There's been some other stuff out about Biden and his boy and how much they got from China, not just Russia or the Ukraine. So we've got some real doozies up there. And you may think that these people are Americans, but these these are people that have ulterior motives for this country. Yes, they do. And, uh, you know, we've got the Uyghurs, we've got the Chinese Communist Party, we've got Marxism, you know, 101 up in the White House, we've got it in our schools. And uh, so, are we going to do anything about China? No. We're going to continue to buy from them. Even Trump mentioned this. You know, and what what was that that they were making? It was it had to do with security stuff that we needed. Some drugs and various odds and ends. You remember that? No. No, I don't. When Trump was talking about it, that China made these things for us. And these are things we need to have. And China shouldn't be making them for us. Yeah, that's right. I can't. I can't remember what it was. But at any rate, I remember also that they had made... Uh, um, something else some vaccines or something that didn't work as well something that they made that that wasn't working hmm so we we definitely have issues here yes we do it's it's not good what we see going on now while we're talking about it being in the year 2022 we have uh, been working with um Mideast Bible throughout all of 2021. We came in contact with them, I think, back in 2020. I thought it was before then. And it could have been before then. I can't remember the first time. But we've been working with them a long time, and we uh, came in contact with another one of their contacts, a gal that actually lives in Canada, operates the office for them there as well. And... uh, so they have a dangerous ministry and they do it throughout Africa and the Middle East. They, they've got a pretty big area and it's actually wherever they're needed. But one of the stories about them come out of Somalia. Do we know any Somalia women? Yeah. We do. Ilian, isn't she Somali? Mm-hmm. She's yeah, also Alien Omar. Yeah. yeah she's Minnesota Senator. Yeah. She's a radical Muslim from there's pictures of her training with Boko Haram over there. She's carrying a gun in military garb. And now she's in our Congress. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? And she got into this country be uh, by pretending to be married to her brother. So at any rate in Somali, though, there are people that really need help. And Azima is 36 years old. And they were strong Muslims, and they had six children. 
And uh, eczema, though, ha- became affected by COVID-19 and recovered. But uh, one of her children died from this. It just said she they died. And uh, she became weaker and weaker. And they were both laborers, so they had to work in order to earn money. But after COVID, she was not able to work anymore. And so her husband was alone earning for the family. And it was one day that Pastor Mustafa and the gospel team of Bibles for the Mideast. Now, it's amazing how all of all of uh, Bibles for the Mideast gets around. It and is. they were distributing Bibles, and they came over to Azima. And they had the PPE kits fully. And, of course, in, in a lot of these. So they, what are those PPE kits? Well, in, uh, where was it at? I think they have food in them and some food and some medicines. Well, and Well, the medicines are stuff like the nutraceuticals. And in in India, they were giving them out. In other parts of Africa, they were also giving them out in parts of South America. And they have everything you need. They'll have some... Uh, masks in them and things like that and uh, at any rate they were distributing this so Azima thought they were health care workers <coughs> but the pastor told them they came there to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and to pray for them and he told them that Jesus is the way the truth and the life and the son of the most high God and he came from heaven to save us from sin and death and that he was crucified on the cross of Calvary, died, and on the third day was resurrected from the dead. And if you believe, you'll be saved. And he, he gave them a Somali Bible, but she refused to receive it and did not want them to pray for her. She asked them to get lost from there because, well, if you're a Muslim, you're in big trouble in a lot of places if you become a Christian or anything else. <clears throat> so it was a short time after that um, a third wave of COVID came in there and this was the, the Omicron and her husband was affected by it and actually died wow. within two days now that's hard to believe because they tell us that Omicron is not like that Yeah. but if your immune system is not what it should be then you're going to be in a pile of trouble with any of these things. And so she did not know what to do. She was unable to sleep. And uh, after two days of the death of her husband, she felt a large number of devils reach her house and tried to drag her and her children to hell. And in the hell she saw her husband suffering horrible painful situations so it's not clear if this was a vision probably it was probably a dream but at any rate when you get over there in in africa and a lot of other places they're very adapt to the presence of spirits evil spirits spirits of all kinds 
And that's why, especially in India, the Hindus and others have all kinds of offerings for just about every kind of devil you could think of. And so, uh, she saw her husband suffering this horrible and painful situation in hell. And then all of a sudden, she saw a bright, beautiful, strong man come in the form of light and chased all the devils from her house. And she knew it was the Lord Jesus, the Savior of mankind. Well, it so happens one day that it was on a Sunday that the pastor Mustafa was conducting worship services. They started hearing a loud cry, unusual, in front of the church. And a woman was laying before the church door and crying without control. And she was asking for forgiveness. So Mustafa went over to her and asked her to get up. And uh, he was really surprised to see her. And she continued to ask for forgiveness. And when they came to her house with the Bible, she had rejected all of that. And so he brought her into the church. He gave a sermon. The church prayed for her, and she finally accepted the Lord. And she and her children attended prayer and fasting sessions in the church. She feels great and a powerful peace. And she thanks her Savior, Jesus, is with her and her children. And he's their mighty protector. And so one of the things that they really have requests for is funds to buy Bibles and there's times they use the funds for some food items especially if it's really tough but the thing of it is is that it amazes me Tower how many times we see these people want Bibles I know that's more important to them than food because they know that's their spiritual food. So you know it's their the, life. You know the Spirit of God is there confirming the Word of God when she reads it. Amen. You know that. So when we talk about 2022 and we talk about the moving of the gospel. And I, and I have articles on this. There's a lot of articles on our websites. I encourage you to go to warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com and read some of these articles. You'll be glad you did. That's for sure. They're exciting. And you're going to find out that this gospel is going to be preached no matter how nasty, terrible, and horrible it may be. This gospel is going to be preached in all the world for a witness. The word of God says so. Thank God. And it's going to be preached and then the end shall come. And in that preaching, the Lord has to have someone to do the preaching. And that's us and others. And 
if the devil kills us all or starves us all, the message isn't going to go out. So there's going to be protection. Yes, some will be martyred. But we are seeing time and time again, it's not easy. There is persecution, but the gospel goes out in some of the toughest areas of this world. And we see miracles and signs like this all the time. Well, that's exciting. And thank God we do, It is because it's encouraging. Now take that miracles and signs and wonders into your church in America. Tell them to repent. Tell the pastor to repent. Get on your knees and fast and pray for this nation and bind these evil spirits and these powers. These are principalities and powers of darkness. There's also spirits of uncleanness that are spread across this land because of our desires and ungodliness. We need to rebuke these things, but you're not going to get rid of them till you cast all this out of the people. This country needs a revival. This country needs a revival in the churches. And if you want to save this country, it's not a political answer. It is a spiritual answer. And your country is being overrun. And if you want to keep this thing, you better stand up. And you better pray. You better fast. And you better remember who you're up against. Amen. Now, we can respond and come against all the people that are leading us down this path. But ours is not a physical battle. Ours is a spiritual. But I've got to warn you, there are forces. And unless this thing changes, there's going to be a massive war in this country that you won't be able to recover from. We need to fix it to where this doesn't happen. Oh, amen. I don't want to see that for sure. No, I don't either. So with that, we've got another one. This is uh, regarding China. Yeah, it's um, China 2021 Protocol. This is um, a book that was written by a Chinese lady that escaped from China and another woman and it's called China Protocol. It's spelled P-R-O-T-O-K-O-L-L-E. Can be found in found on Amazon, but it's in German. I think it's been written in other languages, but not in English. And um, Alexandra is a human rights activist and author of an internationally well-known book, This Chief Witness. And um, she's, this is, the China Protocol is the second book that she wrote. And um, it talks about the annihilation strategies of the Chinese communist people, or the CCP, in the largest, in the world's largest surveillance state. This, uh, I'm not sure how to say this lady's name, Say Ragel, was the first survivor who had the courage to speak publicly about the top secret camp. <clears throat> and um, the majority 
And, you know, with all this persecution going on, the world remains silent. <clears throat> and another leaked classified document, document revealed one of the worst human rights violations of our time. The proofs are overwhelming, but the CCP officials still dismiss any reports of abuse at the camps as lies or China bashing. And um, in more and more countries, they're classifying Beijing's crimes as genocide. And this is a very important step toward punishing these crimes. But um, these innocent humans continue to be systematically tortured with state-of-the-art technology and torture devices like those used in the Middle Ages. I, I just think that's horrifying, Dana, <clears throat> to even think about what they're doing to our brothers and sisters and people in China. Well, you know, that's true. And the other thing, when you talk about China, we're talking about a large area here. Yes. I think it's the most populated country in the, na in the world. And so you have the Uyghurs, but we're talking other camps. Yeah, and so in this book, the Serugel, um, she's a mother, a school director, and doctor, and she experienced and has experienced the system from different perspectives. As a former CCP official, she knows the thinking and strategies of the CCP better than others. In her book. In their book, she, they, she analyzes different crimes such as psychological pressure, rape, the situation of children, how witnesses are harassed abroad, tortured, murdered, forced labor, forced abortion, forced birth, con birth control, and organ harvesting. And for every crime committed by the CCP, we managed to find very important witnesses who have fled abroad. And um, so with every report and you and I know about the organ harvesting. Yes, we've heard about that a long time ago. And and so they found witnesses. And both of these books, because there's two books you're talking about here. The one woman that's helping this this uh, Chinese gal helped her write this one. And then her book is called Witnesses. Is that correct? Um. Well, at any rate, she wrote one too. The Chief Witness. Chief Witness. Yeah. I mean, this stuff is horrible. It is. And. How you can treat other human beings, your other fellow human beings, so evil. And she was asked, um, uh, what did you learn? And she says, the extent of the horror is even greater than I imagined. Yeah. Now, she, this this gal that wrote this book helped her to write it, or, or the Chinese gal was a prisoner. Right. And she was locked alone in the cell. And although she had other things to do, 
She still says the extent of the horror is even greater than I imagined. And she was in the camps. Right. So where were they carrying all this stuff out at? I mean, and, and see, this is the China that exists. That is Marxism. Yes. Stalin did the same thing. And so, is it any wonder that a lot of these Marxists, so-called Marxists in America, are full of hate? And they want to kill? They want to steal? They want to destroy? No, it's terrible. And they're talking about East Turkestan. Where is that at? Is that part of Asia? Well, yeah, it is. It's over there by Russia. Because they talk about that mm -hmm. in the book. Well, a lot of those things are really... Um, they're separated by their very ethnicities. And there's a lot of them in there on the Russian border and Asia. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, Macedonia is over in that whole place, too. And, and you have all these these Muslim nations, so-called, but there's a lot of ethnicity in there that separates. And there's been other wars, and we've talked about those on this. But then you get over to China, and they have another big border. And so you have all of these huge borders and these superpowers. And most of these people, they're just an ethnic group. And, and they're just forced. They're taken over. Yeah. And they, they all, in the book, they also talk about every single step of a mo Muslim is monitored in East Turkestan. Artificial intelligence dominates their life. You want to visit your present, your parents, then you first have to ask the police for permission. You fill up your car with more fuel than usual. This is very suspicious because maybe you are planning something evil and you should be preventively punished and numerous innocent people are arbitrarily arrested. And they also are um, have birth control is carried out by brutal means. And um, they interviewed an Uyghur midwife Nuri, who reports about her experiences in the book. And in East Turkestan, only Muslim women are forcibly sterilized. The law requires that such women who suffer great pains and ulcers as a result of poor quality IUDs cannot even receive medical treatment. Pregnant women are forced to have abortions in an agonizing manner, even shortly before birth. Well, you know, one thing that uh, I picked up here, and we talked about organ harvesting. Uh-huh. A former surgeon who happened to be a Uyghur was ordered to remove the organs of a still-living prisoner for transplantation. Oh, that's horrifying. And so these are just a few of the examples. We've got to move on here. But these, these are just gut-wrenching. So, you know... The issue is this. We've talked a couple of times about the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. China, in other words. 
we talked about the Uyghurs. We're talking about this book. We're, and this book here and everything came as a result of this woman who left the country successfully and she was able to write it. She witnessed these things. And you're not going to stop China with political means. But when you have people like Biden who is confused and they see what's happened in America, this encourages China. This does not make them afraid of us in any way. Nope. They need a strong leader in this country, someone who will stand up to them, and the only one in recent memory, and this includes Clinton and the Bushes and anybody else, was Donald Trump. Yep, he was the only one. And he spoke about the issues. He said exactly what the problem was. And see, this is the problem we have today. We are so politically divided and ignorant to boot that we would take someone like Trump and make him an enemy and put yeah. somebody like Biden who doesn't know his butt from a hole in the ground and we herald Biden and I've actually talked to relatives relatives of mine about this subject and it absolutely surprises me how stupid the gene pool is. Now I'm directly telling you today you better get smart and wake up because foolish mistakes in this world in the end of days is going to get a lot of people killed. And your nation is not going to stand by being Marxist or being wishy-washy or doing what we're doing today. This country has got to repent. It's got to heal these divisions. And we've got to throw out the Marxism. And we've got to bring law and order back into this country. Or you are going to be in one of the worst fixes you have ever seen in this country. And I can guarantee that. And it won't come from me. Now, we have been warning America for over two decades of what was coming to this country. The first time I knew what was coming to this country was in the mid-70s. Little earlier than the mid-70s. I knew what was going to happen. And so, I don't need any hints from any of you Matter of fact, you need a hint from me, and you need to listen, and the churches need to listen, and we need to get together, and we need to stand up, and we need to make sure we know where we stand. But I'll tell you, Tower, when you, when you go through that and you read that, that is just gut-wrenching. It is. It's horrifying. I feel for that woman. Oh, I do too. Being there and, and seeing all this stuff. No wonder she wrote about it. Yeah. God. And people won't believe her. Or they won't. They'll dismiss it. Yeah. Now, another area that's really a problem in that is in Nigeria. 
You know, they say at one time Nigeria wasn't even close to being that way. Huh. Matter of fact, it, you know, it, it was a rather peaceful place. But a pastor was kidnapped some time ago. This is CBN did this some time ago. In northern Nigeria. And he was killed by his captors. And he was uh, head of the first evangelical church. Winning all. Don't you like those names? I do. <laughs> so they abducted him in November. He was working on his farm. You know how many times we report on the Fulani and they attack these people when they're in their fields and they don't have a gun, they don't have defense, they're there. His wife was kidnapped. She delivered a ransom payment after her husband was abducted. She was released. But they killed him anyway. This is the way it works. Yeah, they, they killed him because they told him she didn't, um, because they wouldn't bring any more money. But they said that the pastor preached the gospel to the herdsmen and prayed for their repentance, which may have angered them and likely provoked them to kill him. That's probably the truth. Yeah. Especially with naming of, you know, the church. Um, first evangelical, evangelical church winning all. I could see him preaching to them yeah. and trying to get them saved because. Yep. Well, I, I, I'll tell you, I'd like to have known this man because that's exactly what I would have expected him to do. Yes. You know. You know, you're facing life and death. You serve the Lord. These people are known for being radical murderers. So you stand up and preach the gospel. You give them a witness of the gospel, and you've done your job. That's right. And whatever happens, you're going to be with the Lord. May God help his, his family. This is real life and death when we talk about it. And you see what's happening in America. But you, you've got to look around the world, folks. America, although we're going through a lot of stuff, it isn't close to what is happening worldwide right now. And one of the stories that I picked up on was from a little TV station, WVTM. A woman was driving home from church in a Sunday evening. And her son, who was, of course, going home with her, started choking. So she pulled off. And she couldn't do anything about it. And so she tried to wave people down. And suddenly a man in a pickup truck stopped. He approached the family calmly, and then he performed the Heimlich maneuver. He said he was just coming from church himself. 
The thankful mom also revealed that the man told the boy and his mother they were loved. He told them, quote, that he loved him. And he turned to me and gave me a big hug, she said, and told me that he loved me. I felt like the Heavenly Father sent an angel to help me. And Raylan thanked the stranger and expressed his relief. It was very scary. Thank you so much for saving my life, he said. Now you see, in, in a world of evil, when you find a nugget like this, you find the grace of God. Amen. God's grace is filled with his believers who do things every day to remind you in this wicked world that there's something good here. That's right. And so in 2022, I've heard, you know, this January, all kinds of people making all kinds of predictions. I don't care about predictions. I look to the Lord. I open the door to tomorrow with faith. I know the Lord will make a way for us. Yes, so I will. want you to join me in believing. And say it with me. I will open the door to tomorrow with, with faith, faith and not, not fear. fear. I will not be afraid. For I believe the Lord will make a way for me and my family no matter what comes. Amen. In Jesus' name. Now that's faith. You're required to live by faith. And that's what God responds to. So I challenge you today. Don't just be a listener. Stand up. And have faith and believe. Amen. And don't be shaken by what you see in this country or around the world. We're called to bring hope to the those who have no hope. And we may face death. You may never face death like that. But you can pray for and help support those who need help. Because if America goes down, there is a lot of ministries that make the difference between life and death for people around the world today. That's right. And if something happens to this country, that will stop. Because I can guarantee you that in America, led by the people that are trying to bring you Marxism in this country, is going to have nothing but disaster. You know, and, and there was a video to that. It didn't show him do anything. It was reporting after. It's just amazing. You know, and I've heard other stories just like that. People that have some kind of an accident or something happens, and out of the blue, somebody shows up. Yes. And they don't tell them their name, and they help them out. And when they leave, they, they didn't see them leave, but they're suddenly gone. Or they, And the, I've also heard stories about there was no, it'd be a white vehicle, and there would be no license plate. For, or anything to identify the vehicle. So you never know when you're entertaining 
an angel unawares. That's right. So with that, we're coming down to the end of the hour. I don't know, Tower. I think if we look by faith to 2022, I think that we can see God continue to move, and I can see the miraculous. Well, we have to hang on to our hope. And you're right, but we have to hang on to our hope. We can't be in the mully grubs or depressed or because of what we see going on. What we see going on is temporary, but the things that we can't see, the eternal things, are permanent. And we, not, we need to put our hope in the eternal things and in God. That's right. And with that, we're going to have to close out. Well, I, we're glad you enjoyed, or you came to the show. We are thankful that you're here, that you're listening. We hope the best for you in the Lord, and you look up for your redemption draws nigh. Don't concentrate on what you see going on in the news. Don't let that get you down. Shut it off. And listen to the word of God and be encouraged in him. We love you and we pray for you. Pray for your brothers and sisters around the world. And thank you for being here. Good night, everybody. And we hope that uh, this show was somehow, in some way, helped you to look to the Lord. And understand that while the things we discussed today are grievous, believers are overcoming worldwide. The devil doesn't have the final say-so. The Lord is coming one day, and he will make everything right. Be sure to go to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. On our website, you can find a lot of resources, listening to our shows, reading the articles. And you will also find some ads up there to give you a direction on how to find the book. The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Christian fiction. It's set in America. I believe you'll like the book. There are some portions in this that you will not find in any other book like this. I believe that. Until next time, may God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you, and may you receive his peace. Good night, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.